Welcome to the Nourishment Mindset Podcast, your guide to good food, good health, and a good life. And now, here's your host, Nutrition Network Advisor and author of the Nourishment Mindset, Dixie Huey. Happy Transformation Tuesday, y'all. Welcome back to the Nourishment Mindset Podcast, or maybe welcome to the podcast. Here is where I am on a metabolic mission to help you find or recover your vitality. This is the place to find straight talk and tips to help you elevate your health with real whole foods. Here, we ditch and we dish on the BS silence the noise, and focus on sound, time-honored practices. Today's topic I'm really excited about. I love to nerd out on this topic. It's cholesterol. This is a topic that is just full of BS, and we're going to plow right through it. So buckle up. Cholesterol is basically a boogeyman in the medical world. You want to talk about misinformation, here you have it. Most of you can probably remember back to the 80s, right before we uh, developed this dietary fat paranoia. We started turning on eggs. Scary cholesterol in eggs. Eggs do have cholesterol. They have dietary cholesterol, but this is not the same thing measured on your blood work test, first of all. Second of all, poor freaking eggs. Eggs are one of my top three health foods that I recommend to clients and personally consume every day. Eggs are nature's veritable vitamin basket. They are loaded with nutrients. They are amazing. So what's up with all this cholesterol paranoia? First, we need to talk about what the heck it is and I think have some fun facts before we get into why we have this paranoia and more importantly, what to do about it for your own personal health. So I got a question for you. Think of this. What do you think is the highest cholesterol food on the planet. And again, I'm talking about dietary cholesterol, not what's measured in your lab work. It's breast milk. So this to me, if I just wanted to do like a five minute podcast, that pretty much says it all. Because I really doubt that God or Buddha or whoever your higher power is created mama's milk to harden the arteries of her babes. That just doesn't make any sense. So what the heck is cholesterol? It's a lipid, which is a fancy word for a blood fat that's made in your liver. Cholesterol is not only not inherently bad, it's critically important. It's in every single cell in your body. It is part of the cell membrane. 
So we are down to quite a granular level. It's also used to make vitamin D when you interact with the sun. Let's think about that for a minute. Hmm. I wonder why so many people on statin, LDL cholesterol lowering medications, are vitamin D deficient. And ooh, that's associated with poor immune function. Wonder if there is a link there. Cholesterol is also used to make bile. Bile is used to digest the dietary fat that you eat. And we all know that naturally nourishing dietary fat is good for you. You can refer to one of my prior episodes to hear all about that. Get your fats right. It was early on. 25% of your brain, your body's ultimate control center, is made of cholesterol. So here's the bottom line. We're taught to be very afraid of this stuff. But should we be? This all began with fearing of total cholesterol. Then, once the blood tests were able to separate that into what is referred to as HDL, or I'm doing air quotes here, good cholesterol, and LDL, or again, the air quotes, bad cholesterol. This is when LDL became particularly evil. But let's get a little background information. Big Pharma has tried to invent a medication to increase your good or HDL cholesterol. That didn't work. They have also tried to come up with a medication to decrease your triglyceride level. That didn't work either. It's pretty great, the only food or foods, I should say, on the planet that are known to increase your HDL and decrease your triglycerides are, drum roll, animal fat. Oh my goodness. Wow. Take a deep breath and take that in for a minute. Huh. The demonized animal fat and animal foods are the only thing that has been proven to help you achieve better metabolic health via increased HDL and decreased triglycerides. Hmm. So Big Pharma came up with these statins and they're pimping them big time. Big Pharma, big pimping. Statins, as I mentioned, lower your LDL or bad cholesterol. So I mentioned that back in the day, total cholesterol of up to 300 was just fine. Well, it got lowered to 200, 200. And the LDL target is less than 100. Interesting. I wonder if that had anything to do with the development of statins. Gosh, I don't know. 
why is this problematic? Who cares what your cholesterol level is? Well, in general, I'd say I don't care what my client's total cholesterol is. I do care what their HDL is, and I do have some nuance caring regarding HD, uh, rather LDL. But why is it a problem lowering cholesterol? Why should you think thrice before taking a statin? Because they're pimped out like candy at a dentist's office after you get your teeth cleaned. It's just as ridiculous as that. So first of all, 75% of people suffering from heart attacks have normal cholesterol, levels that aren't elevated. So what the heck? The whole reason we want to lower our cholesterol, right, is to prevent cardiovascular problems. Well, how could 75% of the people having a heart attack have normal cholesterol? Gee whiz, I wonder if that's just not a causal link, that LDL and cholesterol, cardiovascular events. Hmm. All right, so the other fun fact is if you don't eat enough dietary cholesterol, your body will make it. Remember back to how it's, in every, it's part of every cell membrane. It's involved in vitamin D production, immunity. We need cholesterol, both dietary and in our blood. Cholesterol also naturally increases during hormonal shifts like postpartum time and menopause. Did you know that a lower association of dementia is found in people with higher LDL levels? This is interesting because we do have a dementia or memory epidemic going on in this country as well. It's not just diabetes, diabetes and obesity. We are sitting on a major epidemic of memory problems, dementia, et cetera. So the other fun fact about LDL, supposedly evil LDL, is that it decreases oxidative stress in your body. It also has another immuno-enhancing, very important function where it attaches to pathogens which stop bacteria, parasitic, and viral activity. Sounds pretty important. Also, but um bum increased LDL is actually inversely related to all-cause mortality. Hmm. So it's worth noting, there is a certain group of people with a condition called familial hypercholesterolemia. This group is in a special circumstance. They may actually need statin therapy. They have astronomic levels of cholesterol. I'm not talking about these people. I'm talking about the vast majority of people. And the majority of those people are going to be offered a statin by their physician to, quote, prevent cardiovascular events. So most of us fretting about our supposed high cholesterol would be better off not taking the statins and focusing on real whole foods and elevating your metabolic health the natural way. So what's the problem with statins? You know, just pop a pill, whatever. I take a vitamin. It's also more complex than that. First of all, the number needed to treat 
slash prevent a cardiovascular condition is shockingly high. And the, so are those side effects, joint pain, D deficiency, memory issues. So why in the world is your doctor out to get you? Why would most doctors be recommending these medications to lower your LDL cholesterol? Well, number one is they receive next to zero, maybe negative nutrition education. So this is just not your physician's wheelhouse, simply put. And number two, they're following the guidelines. These guidelines are brought to you by captured organizations that are funded by, guess who? Big Pharma, including many major medical journals. This is brilliant marketing. I, as a former marketer, I admire it very much. It's awesome if you're with a pharmaceutical company, but it is brutal for us and unnecessary. And it creates what I love to call cholesterol paranoia syndrome. I have personally experienced CPS, and it is a real thing. A number of years ago, I was suffering from what is called silent migraines, uh, which I'd never heard of. Thought I might have something wrong with my brain. And it turned out that there's a thing called silent migraines where this can affect sensory perception. It can affect vision. It's a, it's a scary thing, but once you know what it is, then it's less worrisome. And I went into the ER because of blurred vision in one eye and thankfully was able to meet with an ophthalmologist who was actually quite talented. Um, but before he turned to my major issue, blurred vision in one eye, he asked me if I was aware that I had high cholesterol and let me know that I should consider taking a statin for that and was really worried about me and would like me to you know, follow up with my primary care provider. Around this time, my LDL was about 140. That's usually where it runs. I think my last total cholesterol was 285. I don't, I don't know because I don't really care. The LDL is always somewhere between 130 and 150. Very high, very concerning. It's over 100. My HDL, the quote good, um, is around 100. So of course I'm going to have high cholesterol. I have freakishly high good cholesterol. I wonder why, hmm, maybe because I don't take statins, I eat real whole foods with plenty of naturally nourishing dietary fat from animal products. Okay, so the point is here I am thinking I'm going blind, I have no idea what's wrong with me and this dude is talking to me about my high cholesterol. <laughs> I wanted to smack him but I really needed him to look at my eyeballs so I did not. So anyway. Let's get back to cholesterol paranoia syndrome. In last week's episode number eight, Know Your Numbers, I mentioned blood tests and how it's important to know where you stand metabolically speaking. So if you are ever found to have high cholesterol and high LDL, my advice to you is to get a coronary calcium score. This will determine your actual cardiovascular risk the buildup, the plaque in the arteries. In my market, I said this last week, 75 bucks out of pocket. 
This will tell you if your high cholesterol is worrisome or a big fat zero. And there is no need to take a statin medication with horrible needed, number needed to treat and side effects if you have a coronary calcium score of zero. So the fact is, this idea of high cholesterol causing cardiovascular problems is largely a myth. It's just more complex than that. Of course it is. I like to say to my fitness class folks who ask exercise questions to my own kid, I say it all the time, life is gray. There almost is no black and white. Sometimes there is, there, there's truth and myth, but often it's shades of gray. So when it comes to LDL, another important thing is can be your particle size. And so the next time you have blood work done, simply request that you have a particle size test done. Because if you have small, dense LDL particles, this could be problematic. If you have big old fluffy particles, this ain't a problem. So we're moving on. So a wonderful source of information. It's important, you know, in a short podcast, I can't go into everything, all the reading and research that I have done, but I can point you to some great people and places. The first is Dave Feldman, who I mentioned last week, and his site is Cholesterol Code. He has a simple and kind of fun, fun-ish analogy for explaining LDL. He says that LDL, blaming LDL for cardiovascular problems is like walking up to your house on fire and yelling at the firemen trying to put it out. LDL is more likely a repair lipid coming to the scene of the crime of coronary calcium or um, damage to the arteries to help repair. So that's just a whole different paradigm and way of thinking about this. So for more information, his site is excellent. There is also a podcast that I love by the lovely Irish Iva Cummings, and that's his podcast number 45 with cardiologist Ross Walker. That will give you an in-depth. If you're a reader, I've got three great books. Dr. Malcolm Kendrick's The Great Cholesterol Con. This, for a nutrition nerd like me, is basically a nutrition thriller. Dr. Jack Wolfson's Paleo Cardiologist. And Dr. Phil Avadia's Stay Off My Operating Table. All of these books podcasts, etc., are found on my Favor Fat, my private practice website, favorfat.com, on the resources page. And you'll see the tabs up at the top if you want to go there and get an a image of these books and podcasts. So to summarize, what's a worried guy or gal with supposed high cholesterol to do? Should you lose sleep? Should you start popping statins like candy? No, you should get that particle size test next time you have your blood work done. You should ask for a coronary calcium score test. It takes longer to fill out the paperwork than it does to sit there and get the scan, and it's cheap. If you want more, 
I help clients with what I call a metabolic metric screening, where I do a deep dive into blood work. I'm not a physician, but I can help assess where you are metabolically based on given labs. It's always better to come to me and ask what labs, because as we discussed last week and know your numbers, some doctors don't run some of the key labs. In fact, one of the key labs is almost never run. So also, on a positive note, you can focus on what really matters. This is all about metabolic health. This is not about really chasing numbers. We're just trying to prevent developing diabetes, obesity, dementia, cardiovascular disease, all of that. So focusing on keeping those triglycerides low, 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 increasing that HDL cholesterol, and getting that fasting insulin in check. That's huge. So how in the world do you do that? Well, remember, you focus on real whole foods, including naturally nourishing fats. You ditch or drastically reduce your sugars and grains. And I would add to be grateful for each and every day. Our mindset is really important. I'll do a future pod on mindset, gratitude, all that good stuff. But stress can cause oxidative damage as well. So it's what we consume with our brains too. So if you found today or any other episode helpful or interesting, I invite you to please like, share, review. You can always request a topic or ask me a question which I will gladly answer. Please find me to do that on Instagram at Nourishment Mindset, LinkedIn at Dixie L. Huey, or on that website, favorfat.com. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderfully nourished week, and I will look forward to next Tuesday. Au revoir.